Welcome to Wine with Witches. I'm Megan. And I'm Nicole. And we are here to chat about our magical practices. From shiny rocks. To our favorite fermented grapes. And all things metaphysical. You'll hear about how we apply our practices in our businesses and everyday lives to enrich the lives of those around us and ourselves. To join the conversation online and get updates on Wine with Witches, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Episodes are sponsored by thekeepdowntown.com. Let's decant some magic. Cheers. Cheers. Hello, witches. What's up? <laughs> Welcome to our uh, July. July. Early July edition of our Wine with Witches. I just remembered as we started this, our one year anniversary of Wine with Witches. So this will air <laughs> the day before our anniversary. I you'll, know. you'll probably be hearing this directly on our one year anniversary. It's wild. Last year, we decided to wait until the retrograde was over. Because fuck retrograde, am I right? We can't do it. And then we were like, 7-7-21. It's a solid set of numbers. Beautiful (laughs) numerology number. Love it. All about that. And yeah, so here we are, one year later, still recording, still uh, hoping y'all are hanging in there and listening to our shenanigans. How How do you feel about it one year later? How what we're doing and what the hell of this even is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great. Uh, I think we've gotten a lot better. I mean, I think so. We've got somewhat I mean, of an idea of what we're doing on a always weekly basis. Really good. I mean, we're the best, but um, <laughs> just from like a production standpoint and now we have our little headquarters here in the witchy room. Mm hmm. Evie is our mascot, and uh, she's just um, destroying the the pillow scene. Yeah, she's literally going to flip that pillow off the bed. Uh, <laughs> what a great mascot! What yeah. a great little shitty mascot! <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we love her. She's a sweet darling. My my dog BFF. She really is. She's your bestie, and that's fine because Molly's my bestie. Yeah, so you and Molly are like peas in a pod. Yeah, that that's my it's girl. So very cute. <laughs> I love when even though she covers me in like 50% of her hair every yeah, time I we, see her. So we for those of you who who maybe don't know us, you know, in person, which are are many of our listeners, we we pretty much wear all all black. Yeah. All it's shocking, I know. Uh, there's occasionally we'll go a little like pastel goth or we'll do something like got a dark purple in there or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. purple's good, reds are good. You know, obviously this wine we're drinking right now has got a lovely, uh, like, purplish plum plum ruby hue here that we'll talk about in a moment. But, um, yeah, deep summer right now. Deep summer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that said, a lot of dog hair. Yeah. It shows up very quickly on clothing. Molly Molly sheds all over both of us. And uh, (laughs) it's just madness. It's, it's, I'm like, how does, how do you even still have hair coming off you? And there's just always more. (laughs) And she's just such a pretty, she's, she's pure white, except for a few little like freckles. Yeah. Boxer freckles, but she's a darling, but her hair is, is everywhere. The, 
joys and uh, downsides of having animals, but Ugh. wouldn't wouldn't want to live without them. No. So. Now it does beg, you know, the need for wine. A lot of wine. So I think you know, just to to continue to talk a little bit more about what we're drinking today. <laughs> One of our favorites, my favorites, shop favorite. My favorite. Austin Hope Cabernet. Uh, y'all were without it for um, like a handful of months. Like it felt like several months there. Like I hadn't seen it at the shop. And then, uh, what was it? A couple weeks ago, Mark got his hands back on it. And yep. I was like, oh, just absolutely over the moon because it's genuinely one of my favorites. And I've been wanting to talk about it on the podcast uh, we would have done it way sooner than now if we had had the bottles, but yeah. uh, we've got it. And so why not crack it open? We wanted to celebrate our uh, our one year anniversary yes. here with some of our favorite. And uh, as you all know, Cabernet is definitely on the top of our list. And this is uh, noted as like Paso Robles best wine really yeah. like i mean it's it's just always highly rated always in like the the you know for like the last decade been in the you know upper 90s on the rating system for wines and you know given pretty much across the board nearly five stars from from everyone that tries it and um I mentioned the color. Uh, they they say ruby hue. In this room, I'm like, it's purple. It's red. It's it's faceted. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm getting a a little bit of that that ruby though for sure. It's very leggy. It's very leggy. It's got a little bit of smokiness in the glass. Mm -hmm. um, fruit and sweets. So we're talking like tart fruit, cherries. Um, ripe dark fruits and and burnt sugar and vanilla are a couple of the other tasting notes that they give on the austin hope website and all of those things are my favorites but it's not glass. It, it's uh, so i love that it notes kind of it's got that sweet aroma to it mm -hmm. but it's not saccharin like no. I, like it's it, it is just sweet enough that it's like this is delightful mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna get you know, disgusted with it after a couple of sips. Well, some wines are just like unnaturally sugared. Yeah. I mean, this is all natural from the cab grape. Yeah. And it just happens to be like, they talked about the growing season in 2020, which is this particular harvest being a very normal season and that, you know, everything, all the fruit was able to get, you know, all the way mature and that they, they, they do like a, I'm just kind of reading through this to make sure I, I say this right. They ferment individually uh, in stainless steel tanks for two weeks. And then, you know, they age for another 11 months. And it goes through this combination of tasting and analytics before they even hit a bottle, you know. So they, they go through a full process. Uh, and, and this one in particular is just one of the top top tier bottles that one of the few good things to come out of the year 2020 <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you austin hope for not <laughs> delivering a piece of shit to us like every other <laughs> thing did in 2020 <laughs> yep <sighs> good stuff good stuff but 
you know, just going to get us a little bit more in our feelings than we already are. Fucking cancer season, man. It comes back around and I think of the, the people in my life that I know that are cancers and, um, just a, just a real mm -hmm. sensey, mm -hmm. real sensey babies. I was, I, I was going to say the, the emo feels come up real yeah. hardcore. I, I'm, I, I've been pretty good. I was, um, you know, at just, you know me pretty well. I, I don't, I've never met you before in my life. That, yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> listen all i can think about is the fact that like with cancer season and just cancers in general the what was it the uh uh please like me head uh-huh um was a very important not safe for work folks. yeah not yeah don't please don't listen to this podcast at work i think we've mentioned this before but yeah. just in case we haven't yeah. just don't listen to this at work uh -huh. or at least put your headphones in be, <laughs> be kind rewind um no, but please, please like me head is really the the epitome of cancer where it's just like, I, I need that validation. Mm -hmm. Also, if you don't, I'm going to cry. Yeah. Um, I, I very much feel that in this time of the year. And I'm not a really emotional person in the sense of just like crying or like letting it out. Like I'm pretty guarded and stonewalled. And like, even yesterday, we were out with some friends because of fourth of july which mm -hmm. is great love my friends love having you know group fun yeah but like i was just not like i was tapping out by that last couple hours i was not mentally there i was not like in it to win it i was like you were emo i was emo i was i was a bit emo i really was we should have like just whipped out the black nail polish got like you know just did like a little emo makeup session or Maybe you should have karaoke my chemical romance or something. I don't know. I wasn't feeling the karaoke personally. <laughs> like I, I just it, like sometimes I can belt it out and sometimes I can't. Also, I did belt out last time some Dua Lipa. I was about to just call you out on that because okay. that was fantastic. Okay. Apparently I've gotten some praise for that since. And like, I feel like I'm done. Like I got to retire now. <laughs> like I got to go out on the high note. Like I can't beat that. So like, can you give us a, a note from, from that song now? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you going to put me in a hot mic this right now? Is that what we're doing? No, actually, I don't think, I don't think anybody's personally ready. No one's, that. no one's paid to see that. All right. <laughs> I don't do shit for free. Okay. <laughs> That was a one-time deal. You have, to, you have to be there. Yeah. Or you miss it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. But no, I, I agree. And there's obviously a lot of um, turbulent times right now that happen to be coinciding with one of the most emotional seasons ever. So we're all yeah. like feeling very um, just exasperated i feel yeah. like might be a good word just like are are like is the supreme court mostly filled with cancers <laughs> that are like just i mean want to like ruin everyone else one life? collective cancer one, me one... <laughs> just one collective but it's a tumor uh, it's a tumor what's funny to me is like i feel like a few weeks ago i even at the like even just the beginning of cancer season i really was not like this i wasn't this bad yeah um and i think you know we came out of midsummer litha mm -hmm. and had some of that amazing sun energy yep. that, that that you get from it um i i, I myself did some 
really just cleansing sun rituals and i'm not big i'm i mean i think i've made it pretty well known i'm more of the moon cycle phase but really tried to make it a point to involve a lot more um sun worship and sun work into my rituals during that time period and found it really energizing and found it really invigorating um but maybe i just got too close to the fire i don't know (laughs) there's a delicate balance yeah uh you know we we spent some time in the sun, you know, we went swimming and we, you know, we're outdoors and, um, that can just drain your energy too. Yeah. So if you're not ready for that balance, you you know, it's just, uh, yeah, we saw through some of those emotions and, you know, what's on the other side of this cancer season? Uh, Leo. Yeah. 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 We're coming coming into Leo. So so. we're going to, and like a lion there. Yeah. I think the other thing too is the next couple of weeks on top of it just being cancer season, we've got mercury in cancer too. Uh-huh. So just to kind of note on that, you know, mercury, your communication, your um, your empathy, your emotions, it's, it's, a, it's in that house sign of cancer. We're going to definitely be just feeling it more and more, even in how we're kind of talking and communicating with one another. Yep. Um, and that's okay too. Like, like we, we, right. Like we can embrace that, that season, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of emo moods in not just how we're feeling, but even just how we're communicating and, um, just kind of being careful about, you know, speaking consciously. Yeah. Um, not trying to, I don't know, be an Eeyore, <laughs> but, 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 but you, you, that you can convey your emotions in a way that's like, it, it is being truthful. It is resonant with who you are and how you're feeling, but without like trying to always bring the mood down. Yeah. And sometimes there are like, it's appropriate, you know, to yeah. uh, acknowledge um, the mood, not only of yourself, but your environment and, you know, the, the mood of the collective, you know, it, it's, you know, we've been watching stranger things and we could talk a little bit about, or they, 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 they talk a lot about the hive mind, you know, inside the upside down. And I, I do believe that, you know, astrological events, moon events, they affect us as a collective uh-huh. and, um, with a mix of an emotionally charged season, plus a lot of emotionally charged events they are, are definitely stacking up for a lot of people. So take care of yourselves. Don't let yourself go down into the dark hole. There are lots of people to talk to and, you know, don't be afraid to, to reach out to someone in your life. If you, if you're feeling like stuck somewhere along this uh, journey. Yeah. I think that with, you know, recent events, I go back to midsummer, just like the kind of season we're in. There's been a lot of highlighted um, divine feminine mm. that um, is being called to either embrace and bring to the forefront, or if already so in your life, defend it um, in you know a, a, in a visible and vocal way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's lost on anybody in really any community right now. Just some of the the, the life events that have happened, um, you know, for women across the country, 
and um, some of the the rights and liberties that we're we're seeing come into question um, just on a on a you know level of, in the United States. But I mean, this is worldwide, and it's, it it is, happens but I, to be resurfacing for us yeah. locally. But it really wasn't that long ago that we were battling even harder battles, you know, as, right. as, as a as a feminine the divine mm-hmm. feminine and really trying to uh, be the, the idea is the divine feminine is, is a counterpart to the masculine. Energy. Well, right. I, and, I, yeah. and it's, it's so many different power structures. The divine feminine gets pushed down or controlled or viewed as the weaker yep. side of things. Yep. And um, it, first of all, it's just not true. Yep. Like every single human body came out of a vagina like earth pussy earth pussy there, there, there's no denying where we all come from mm-hmm. and like not to show my roots too bluntly but like how tupac talked about how we all came from what? a woman got our name from a woman yeah all of the, those things and, and, the and, truth. and we the, the the female and the woman and the divine feminine and i'm not trying to you know exclude any gender identity here at all so when i when i'm talking about women i'm not just talking you know about people no but i think you know this is anyone that has that divine feminine energy i was about to say i think divine feminine also like calls into consciousness that there are there there is divine feminine in all humans in some capacity yeah we just like you and I have divine, you know, masculine in yep. our identity as well. Absolutely. So I mean, there, there is a, you know, a, a balance of both that comes into the the question. But again, you know, talk about divine feminine being something that's viewed as lesser and weaker. This is why we have conversations about it being repressed in the male identity because it is viewed as lesser and weaker and you can't have any of that and you can't cry you can't have emotion you can't be motherly um as a man and that's not the case that's not what you know this is defined as that that the the two are very necessary and if you look at especially the 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 wheel of the year that's what all of these we you know we talk about midsummer really being that um that, that fertility time, mm-hmm. that um, acknowledgement of the mother earth um, coming to fullness and having an abundance um, uh, from that manifestation. Yep. And that's something that is represented by that holiday. Whereas father Yule comes in at the end of, you know, of our calendar year um, bring, and is represented bring, bring during the, the big, the big male energy. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, that it is, it is, it is part of that, that conscious that it's not specific to a, a gender identity or a sex um, in the traditional uh, scientific state, but rather what is being viewed as the yin and yang of the universe. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, people identify their measure of their yin and their yang and you know many of us have uh more feminine or more masculine or Mm -hmm. or you know it's 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 rare when there's a balance that's struck but um violence towards women in in the physical and you know you know even like scholarly perspective of violence towards women with uh 
specifically related to, you know, the overturning of Roe versus Wade and then, you know, another set of rights that we are discussing or that we wanted to talk about was um, separation of church and state and, you know, ruling in favor of coaches who are leading, you know, Christian prayers and how, how does that now affect us as a pagan community Yeah, when it comes to our own freedom of speech of our religion and our teachings of that religion. And, you know, I teach dance, right. you know, so I, is it totally cool for me to like, you know, lead everyone in, you know, a, a, a pagan chant yeah. before we go out on stage, you know, cause that's basically what, you know, this is now, you know, opening the door for, for that to happen. And I, I told this story and I think it's interesting that I, we didn't talk about telling it, but I was talking about it over the weekend of how, when I was in high school, you know, I went to a public high school and my coach was very adamant about all of us taking a moment before we went on stage or before we started a performance to, um, you know, she would actually put it out there. Every time we did this, we would all like hold arms and be in a circle where it could easily have become like a prayer circle. Mm -hmm. But instead she would say, if, if prayer is your choice, you can do a, a quiet prayer to yourself, or if you want to meditate, or if you have, you know, some, something that you want to say to yourself, it was just quiet, introspective. She didn't lead anything. It was just how, what, whatever you, you know, giving us the power to choose our own was so, um, just freeing at yeah. that point, because like, I was not a Christian student, but I was very much surrounded in, you know, you know, this Southern, you know, Central Florida, Northern Central Florida, there's not that much deviation yeah. away from like that Christian church. Yeah. You know, for you, it was, you know, Catholicism, but it boiled down to the same thing. Like mm -hmm. meet me at the pole, you know, every morning, you know, to, to do a prayer. It just, it didn't resonate with me and it made me feel extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of people like we've talked about that are still in the broom closet. And now that, there's this resurrection of so-called, you know, Christian values, which I'll let you talk about how it's not even really like that necessarily, where it's like even more of like an extremist view within a minority. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I talked to Tommy, I, I, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but <laughs> I did go to a protest over the weekend and one of our good friends, Tommy was there and, you know, his sign basically said like, your rights are next. Yeah. You know, like this is, we're past the warnings now, like we're beyond that. And, um, you know, it's really time to, you know, try to tap into like the divine feminine from a really powerful energetic perspective to put, put it into your spell work, put it into your daily like meditation practice and spread the divine feminine because we are just like being choked by the patriarchy and the masculine like overly masculine machismo energy of of the world right now and, yeah and it's it's not a sustainable model yeah i mean I, I i go beyond even the 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 the, the masculine energy and i think there there really becomes I, the, the the systemic problem of of separation in church and state i mean the yeah. reality is that you know when you've got religion coming into <laughs> you're like i need a drink <laughs> i need more wine this is up. this is some shit um 
I, I think when you start getting into the discussion about um, whether or not, um, you know, we're able to pray in schools, we've gone past the ability to have, um, you know, conversations just about the, the rights we're influencing um, a, a population that isn't even allowed to vote. Yeah. You know, um, oh, yeah. we've, we've, we've actually made regulations and unfortunately the state of Florida about influencing our youth in, or what appears to be influencing our youth, um, regarding the discussion of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. And so don't say gay. Right. Florida, but, but, but you can impress your religion upon yeah. it and not, and, and I, and this goes in beyond, you know, I think there's been a protection to an extent from the state on religious rights and especially around the Abrahamic religions. Mm -hmm. I, I go back to that because I think it's important to note that, you know, when we talk about paganism or anything that really falls outside the scope of the Abrahamic religions, that's where we really become very fringe on society, mm -hmm. if you will, um, yeah. and what's not accepted. If you're within the Abrahamic religions, well, that becomes a touchy subject because then you can get litigation and get an attorney involved and it's discrimination and blah, blah, Yeah we've gone even beyond that and said, no, the Christian faith is going to be completely defended insofar as the way it's discussed, how you represent it, how you wear it on your body and, and what and medical what, procedures, what are medical procedures are. You. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, we, we've really gotten completely past, um, just separation of church and state. And now have said we are picking to be in a, a Christian society. And that's where we get into really muddied waters and dangerous waters, because I feel like as a community, whether you're pagan, Wiccan, any other, you know, fringe kind of outskirt religion, if you will, that's not part of the Abrahamic in the United States, it ends up being something where you have to, I don't want to say this because I, you have to, because it's up to anybody in their decision to, but I feel like it's more impressed upon me personally to be vocal about it because yeah. I have to be the one saying, okay, no, there is a minority here that needs to be represented. Yeah. And if you're going to say yes to a religious standpoint, then that means all right, oh. because you're defending the fact that you have religious liberty and freedom. Yep. Therefore, so do I. Yep. Now I can talk about my paganism beliefs or my witch beliefs in my group at work yep. or my, you know, community of you, uh, children should, that should, I lead in. You should be able to do that without right. persecution exactly. or fear of losing your job. So, and and, 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 and if you're things. sitting back and going, well, hey, now that's not cool. Yeah. Then, 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 then why is it? that you were cool with the coach that's leading in prayer before the football game. Like oh, yeah. th this is now becoming a double-edged sword. I, I was fine when we couldn't, as long as everybody couldn't. Yeah. Like if you're saying, no, that's not cool, then all right, well, fine. Nice. I'm not going to bring it up. But if you're opening the floodgates, then guess bring what? It bring it on. Because it, it allows everybody else in the room to do the same thing. Yeah. So you can't just cherry pick it. Otherwise, you are genuinely just saying, no, we've chosen Christianity as the correct faith. And as yeah. soon as we start going down that road, this is where it gets really scary for people like you and I who are, mm -hmm. you know, vocal about not being a part of that community. Yep. yep. And, um, you know, one of the forefront leaders in fringe religion is the Temple of Satan or the Church of Satan. Like, they, yeah, which is I, not something I, I personally ascribe to. No, 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 but, they, but, they're, but they're so... 
but they like are vocal, ha- but they're vocal in that, and they have the ability to litigate yep. in ways yep. that, like, they were able to, you know, erect a statue of Baphomet yep. next to the Ten Commandments in, in D.C. because they were like, this, both of these should be allowed. Yep. Yep. Like, why was why is one okay and not the other? And people lost their minds. Yep. Yeah, I love that kind of. But that, but that's what subversion. Yes, exactly. Like that. That is the kind of statement to say. I, you know, just because I like don't believe in the necessarily the Ten Commandments. Sure, there's some good words in there. There's also some good words to be said for some of the Satanic Temple beliefs and their their statements. So who am I to say that one shouldn't be up in a government facility versus another? Like it's also like. Christians made Satan up. So what are they so well, mad about? <laughs> and a whole lot more people have been killed over Christianity than Satanism in yeah. our history and time. So, <sighs> let, but but we don't want to go into that. No, subject. we're not. We're not going down that path. We don't want to go into that. All that to say, from our witch perspective, mm-hmm. we will continue to stay out of the broom closet. Yep, and um, be vocal. You know, especially on behalf of our witches out there that are not feeling safe or that mm-hmm. they still have not been able to uh you know come out of that broom closet or we're maybe getting close and now this is a deterrent uh for for a lot for a number of things but um definitely going to continue to push and we're going to talk a little bit more in just a moment about um an event we have coming up that's going to help us do that and of course also we want to talk tarot yeah yeah. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Um, Tarot time, baby. I mean, you had to do a unique outro, so I had to awkwardly count us in, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm just matching the energy of the room, all right? Five, six, seven, eight. Uh, exactly. Um, you know... When I was shuffling cards earlier, you were in here with me and um, yeah, I had one of those moments where I was shuffling through and uh, had a couple just fly out. Yeah. And um, sometimes those are the moments, especially if you seasoned witches out there, those are the moments that you kind of just go, that was meant. Yeah. And that, that just was supposed to land out there and that was supposed to be up uh, for me. So, and th- th- that was, that was definitely one of those moments today. Um, so uh, we've got the Empress as our um, card today, and it's really, um, really just very fitting for that uh, connection to femininity, the sensuality and fertility um, and creative nurturing expression that the Empress card has uh, and calling you to connect with your uh, divine feminine. Um, it also can mean a lot of that sensuality. So like kind of that connecting to your emotion, taste, touch, smell, sight. Um, I think that there could be some of that cancer moodiness that comes from it um, and feeling that kind of emotional, but in a pleasurable sense. Mm. Um, And also giving that kind of empathy and kindness forward. Um, It's that nurturing mother um, figure, maternal figure that um, we can be to ourselves and to each other in this season right now. Um, it also is that significant abundance. Um, so coming out of midsummer makes a lot of sense and litha makes very much uh, a lot of sense. Um, you know, we are reaping in this summertime, 
the fruits of some of our labor and yep. the blossoms that are coming through mm-hmm. um, and some of that bounty. So, um, you know, kind of a time, uh, especially with this full moon coming up next week to reflect in gratitude um, and, and see the um, abundance of your work. Um, and uh, the, this card definitely urges you to venture out into nature and get that grounding energy um, from, from mother earth herself. So, um, but we've got a new full moon coming up next week as well. Um, I fucked up on our last episode and Ah. I said it was a full moon in Capricorn. It was actually a full moon in Sagittarius. So, which I think we felt, whoops, my bad, like, like a Sag, I just completely (laughs) flip-flopped everything around. So that'll do it to you. Um, but I promise this time it is a full moon in Capricorn. Um, so (laughs) Uh, we'll, we'll be feeling that a good bit next week. Um, I, God, I just, I get so much energy from the full moon. It just makes me so happy seeing that big, beautiful pie in the sky. Um, I just, I love the little memes that are like, oh, I can't come out tonight. It's a full moon. Yeah. And it's like one moon ritual. And it's like, what is it? It's just you staring. It's a, it's the cat. It's a cat staring at the moon, or like SpongeBob in the bathtub. That's another one of my favorites. I'm like, and it's just like 18 candles and like a witch hat and incense, and I'm like, yes, that's just me. Like, what do you do with the full moon? I just stare at the full moon. Yeah, it that's me. pretty much it. It but, me. Yeah. Um, but this full moon, we're gonna do something a little bit different than yes. just stare at it. So we decided, actually. We originally wanted to try to hit this on the midsummer, um, you know, with the event for the solstice, but but your girl got the flu yeah. and was down for the count for like three weeks. Which but was I'm the Gucci flu. Now. It wasn't COVID. It wasn't COVID. Everybody, but it was probably the worst flu I've ever had. Because um, literally was... everyone was like, "What's wrong with the cold? She got the vid." <laughs> I I, I tested <laughs> negative like four times, but I swear to you, I really thought I had the vid because I like I had not been that sick in a minute. But I am I am finally on the mend. It's been a few weeks, but I'm I'm good now. But we're we're now live coming at you and excited to do this event because yeah. uh, it's going to be fun. We've got yeah. some friends, so we're going to do a full moon magic market, mm-hmm. um, and. The idea, you know, we're going to actually hold it the day before the full moon on the 12th so that we can get uh, the first few of our guests some little special full moon spells to use on Wednesday night, which will be when the full moon's actually occurring. So on Tuesday the 12th, we've invited some of our great friends, um, Ashley Hicks. She is um, an oddities specialist and collector. Uh, We've got Amy Gale, who does jewelry and earrings specifically. Uh, Teddy's got a lot of witchy art. And we've got the Triple Moon Crystals, which is Nicole's Crystal Venture. Mm-hmm. And so that's really exciting. And then, of course, Wine with Witches is bringing it to you all with uh, tarot readings available. Also sponsored by The Keep Downtown, our uh, lovely suppliers of our Austin Hope tonight. Yes. And our venue location. Yes. For full moon magic on the 12th, it will be held at the keep and we will be putting together a raffle, a basket to um, benefit our local efforts towards um, we're, we're really actually trying to connect with our local now group because we know that now has 
a few key areas that they focus on, um, which is reproductive justice being one of the very first ones mm-hmm. and um, racial justice, LGBTQ plus and um, getting the ERA ratified, which have been, if you're not familiar with the national organization for women, these are their, their code for like 50 plus years. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it's probably almost 60 at this juncture, but um you know, we recently got a new chapter in our area and they're already starting to do some work to uh, basically help litigate and lobby for just equality across the board. I mean, women's rights is definitely high up there, but, you know, it's it's intersectional, yep. which is really important for us. So, yeah. Um, so we'll be doing a raffle basket for that um, community um, and that it's going to include just a lot of little goodies um, to raffle off, especially for the full moon. So a lot of themed items in that one. Um, but def- moon, our f- favorite, one of our other favorite wines, full moon. Yeah. Full moon's going to be, be on there. the docket. Yeah. So um, come by and see us. We'll have some, some goodies to have some items to sell um, some things to win and yep. some great wine to drink as always. Yeah. And we're, we're definitely wanting to, um, put some of our local artists and friends up on a pedestal by featuring them. And uh, they're going to have some awesome stuff for, for those of you out there who are, you know, oddity collectors, art collectors, and um, interested in uh, the world of magic. Yeah. So yeah. I love me some bones. Bones, baby. And Ashley got some bones yes. for us. So excited to see bones. what she has on hand. And I think some little witch hat, earrings yeah if they're done by that time from that's, Amy. that's, so that's that's what exciting. i'm hearing yeah, so yeah good stuff yeehaw another tuesday in the books <laughs> <laughs> cool oh it's been so great i'm glad to get back on the mic with you yeah right. i'm glad i'm feeling good enough to do it that's uh that was a big deal but um i'm feeling good i'm feeling back she's back on the on the uh i'm back on my bullshit <laughs> back on <laughs> I am I am back on my bullshit and better than ever, folks. Yeah, we Thanks we for asking. We didn't really go into much of a life update, but if, if there's one thing I don't mention and I'll regret is that we did go and see Wheeler Walker. We did see Wheeler Walker. And um, he's a big proponent of the LGBT community. He really is <laughs> in his own special way. I, I, You know what? I will say there's nothing that makes me happier than having individuals that thought that they were coming for like conservative racist country music get surprised with a guy talking about sucking dick. Woo! It was delightful yeah. to see the shock and awe on their faces. It was, it was pretty I, epic. Yeah, it was, it was, he really is like the closet supporter. Oh yeah. And I love it. It's, so. it, it's a sideways ally and yeah. I'm okay with it. For, for considering the humor and the comedy behind it, absolutely a hundred percent, but um, yeah, oh. we, we had a good old down country time. We sure did. We wore our cowboy hats. Yeah. <laughs> it or done. It or done. Oh my gosh. On how do I turn out? How do I transition to, from a country like Yeehaw into something just so sentimental be- and beautiful as our closing out statement? <laughs> you can just say it in a real country accent. You are beautiful, magical, and have the power to manifest your reality. Wow. <laughs> what do those words mean? I am never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, oh, y'all. Cheers, y'all. <laughs>